Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoy today's safety talk. So, some aftermarket enhancements. I know I went a little bit long there, so I'm going to go through these kind of quick. First, I want to give the disclaimer that neither I as the speaker, nobody from Portage County Safety Council, nobody from Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation has endorsed, is endorsing, or is recommending any of the products that I'm about to share with you. These are for to demonstrate some of the possibilities and the improvements that are out there to help you make your powered industrial truck program safer. I recommend spend some time online. That's what I've done when I'm looking for things. Obviously, it's the first place I go. There's so many things out there that you can do for your truck, for your facility to uh, increase safety. Some of them may be worthwhile to some and not worthwhile to others, but there's all out there. There's always new products coming out. And I also wanted to put the little blurb on here I found my first enhancement at Ohio Safety Congress and Expo years ago. I thought it was a great product. We incorporated it here as soon as I got back. We're still using it today. We're going to cover it. It's the big blue light. What a difference that makes. Obviously, they still have to use all the safeties that we talked about with horn and, and being mindful of pedestrian traffic. But just having that forward and aft blue light moving makes a world of difference. So the first one is a high visibility backrest. We've added this to our, our sit-down counterbalance sport trucks. Um, we have two of them in our facility. And the reason this was added was after an incident like this. Unfortunately, we had an operator in one of our departments that was picking a load that was point loaded, meaning it wasn't all the way out to the end. Our racking system is set up for that. He got too far into the shelf and did not realize the top of his backrest was directly under the beam above. As he started to lift up, he did not notice that he was adding pressure. And then eventually the safety clips broke off of the beam. The beam popped out of the holder. And then that whole shelf dropped down to the area where he was trying to pick. You can see the one product is falling into our Gaylord box that was right beside him. And fortunately, no injuries and very little product loss. The, the biggest problem we had was inspecting our beam and our upright and uh, verifying that we were still able to, to use that, uh, which we were. We just had one hole that had just a little bit of a wobble to it, and it was all good. We just, we moved our beaming arrangement around, and it's still good. When interviewing the operator, his first comment was, well, you know, I, I can't hardly see that backrest. It's all black, and it blends in, and therefore, we went with the high visibility, what they call the glow rider, and snapped it around so it's on the sides and the top, and it really does make a big difference and it helps them to see where that backrest and notice that it's moving. As I mentioned, big blue light, some people only use it on the front or the back. We use it on both as shown in this video. You can see this is from YouTube, great product. There are many variations out now. You see that I added the picture where it makes a blue arrow now. I guess my problem with the arrow is if I'm going the opposite direction then the arrow is actually going backwards. So, the big blue light is uh, probably one of the best priced ones that I could find, and uh, it certainly does a job, and it comes with a bracket that makes it adjustable. We try to shine ours out about 15 feet um, fore and aft of the truck, plus they have to use their horn and all this, all the regular um, safety features, so we don't allow them to do less. So this is just another enhancement um, to our program. There are many, many different types of lights that are out there. I know I've been at one of our uh, other members' facilities where they have the red lights on the side of their fork truck. And the idea here is the operator is trained, so 
if pedestrian traffic comes up and they breach that red line, stop, don't move your truck, don't lift anything until that pedestrian clears that area. You can see the one that wraps around your truck and the other one there where it shows that you can put a stop down. I'll let you come up with your own thoughts on that. I don't, you know, is that for the operator of the truck as he's backing up, if you see stop go from the floor to the wall, it means please stop so you don't run into the wall. Or is that to tell your pedestrian traffic, stop, don't come any closer. So it could be used several different ways, but you get the idea that there's some lighting enhancements that you can use to ensure that we're not crushing toes and, uh, and that kind of stuff if we have somebody walk up on us. This is the one that I'm looking into now, um, specifically for our straddle truck. It is a laser, almost like what you'd use like a laser level if you're trying to shine a light on a wall so you're hanging up pictures or doing your drop ceiling. It does the same thing. You line it up with your forks. And then as you're going up, you'll be able to see this line. So you know that you're lined up with the pockets on your pallet. The one there, it says the dual laser is so that little dot, if you are if you lose that laser because you're into the pockets of the truck, that little dot's to show that, okay, your forks are higher than the beam. So you don't then drag or run into the beam. There's a lot of variations of this out there. He said, I'm looking into it now. The problem is our straddle truck is a class one fork backrest and I can't find a class one laser light. So um, that's something that I'm working on now. But I think this is a great product just because, again, our straddle truck is a walking. So I've got people standing at ground level lifting up 187 inches to put palleted material up on a rack. That laser light really would help them identify exactly where those forks are, especially when they're going to pick a pallet. This is uh, another item for your facility safety enhancement, the aisle cop. Again, this is a, there's a good YouTube video on it. Think of a uh, almost like a railroad track crossing or a crosswalk for pedestrians. They walk, as the pedestrian walks up, the gates are closed for them. The fork, fork gates are up. They push the button like at a crosswalk. That sends a signal and starts flashing some lights to alert people that there's about to be a change in the crossing arms. And then the arms will come down to stop forklift traffic. They open up for the pedestrian traffic. And then after so much amount, a lot of time, it switches back. Depending on your facility, that may be a good fit. For other places, maybe not so much. The product on the right, and that's not a big blue light shining down. I know we can see that. That's a light shining down from that sign hanging from the ceiling, and it's got motion sensors. And if it mo detects motion from more than two directions, it puts up stop signs from both of those directions where you see motion, shines a blue light down on that intersection to alert people that, hey, you're coming in some cross traffic here. Be mindful of that, watch out for each other, and then you make the decision to who's going to progress and when. So there's some things that you can add for your facility as well. Now there's the really high-end stuff where you start getting into some Wi-Fi, some connection software um, that even goes into mapping. I'm reading into this, it gives you the possibility where it can have some control over your trucks. So if it recognizes that two trucks are coming up to an intersection, It'll either put out an audible alarm and or potentially slow the truck and put the truck in a creep mode. They also have it so you have wearables for your pedestrian traffic because oftentimes in a warehouse, you'll have people on trucks, you'll have people picking boxes and building pallets. So you can tie the two together as long as they're actually wearing the wearable. It will help uh, that, that uh, tow motor operator or the, the power industrial truck operator to identify that, hey, there's somebody else close to me. I, I got to heighten my sense of awareness of what's going on. And then again, that program goes down to where a real-time precision indoor tracking where somebody can be sitting in their office looking at a screen, 
see where each pedestrian is, see where the tow motor traffic is, and then it will analyze your hot spots or your high traffic areas and maybe help you determine we should do something a little bit more here. So these options are out there. An autonomous uh, uh, robot technology is out there. You see the iRobot guy standing there holding the box, but you have these autonomous trucks that are out there. I know uh, Amazon has been messing around with some drone delivery. Even if you have these out there, you still need to have a power industrial truck program. You still need to train pedestrians and other warehouse staff of how these are gonna work and limitations of the lookouts, as well as teach those robots and have that fail safe built in to ensure that you have a safe work environment. And I'm gonna go quick here and just share. 1978, we covered some very basics. I recommend if you're the person responsible, read through it all. It's a long uh, instruction, but there's a lot of great information there to help you ensure that you can be compliant, be safe, make sure everybody gets to go home. Look for enhancements online that improve your safety, reduce accidents. And, you know, cloud-based robot technology is great. There's probably more of it coming. But I will end with safety. We always require someone to know and understand the regulations, perform hazard and risk assessments, train employees, teach robots, and inform others how to be safe around powered industrial vehicles, powered industrial trucks. Think of it as you start getting into autonomous. Think of it as lockout, tagout. They have three types of employees, authorized, affected, and other. As you get into that powered industrial truck and autonomous stuff, Think about authorized, affected, and other. Everybody needs to know, hey, there's, there's you might see some equipment driving around out here that doesn't have an operator on it. Stay back so far. Don't go into this area. If you go into this area, everything has to be turned off or guarding is going to come into play. So always do your risk assessments. Make sure you completely understand the hazards involved, whether it be a, an old school sit-down counterbalance truck or these new robotic and autonomous trucks. With that, I am complete. I wish you all a safe and happy, healthy day, and uh, hope you have a, a good powered industrial truck safety program at your facilities. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.